following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it's on to Philadelphia here in the SWBC podcast studio. It's a short week. Thank God. Christmas Eve, <laughs> 325 in the afternoon. It's the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, and some of the luster has come off that game after yes, what happened on Sunday in Jacksonville. Welcome to Mix Shots, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the star of the show who will explain everything, Mickey Spagnola. He will make us all feel better. I was going to say, for what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the odds of Cowboys winning out and the Eagles losing out? That that game, I think they, they uh, be the most watched game in yeah. NFL history. I don't think that's going to be the case. Well, you know what? It still will be watched. Oh because no doubt. There's going to be a lot oh, of people no hoping doubt. that Philadelphia just pounds the no Cowboys, doubt. who have already been put one and a half point favorites in the game. Yep. How about that? Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but what were the odds of the Minnesota Vikings coming from 33 points down break, to beat man. the Indianapolis Colts? What were the odds of a New England Patriot player throwing a football across the field <laughs> on the final play of the game? During and former Patriot Chandler Jones returning tied. it for a touchdown. <laughs> Mickey, there's still a chance. Or are the Chiefs having to go into overtime against the Texans? I know. Boy, the Chiefs suck. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> Jeez, my sure, is horrible. I'm sure they were 20-point favorites, right? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, and I understand all that. I understand uh, clinching the playoffs. But it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth when you did all you did in that game at on the road against Jacksonville, against a good Jacksonville team, by the way, and then you lose on a tip ball interception return for a touchdown in overtime. It's just I tell you what, I and here here was my reaction uh to the pick six when I realized the guy was gonna score. And it's not good radio, but if anybody's <laughs> watching us, my mouth was left wide open mm-hmm. like Are you kidding me? You know, uh, they always tease about the Cowboys doing Cowboy things. Mm-hmm. This is a Cowboy thing. <laughs> you know, you almost – and as a fan, you know, you get frustrated throughout the decades and you get like, okay, how can we – you know, the catch wasn't the catch. Right. Right? Uh, you know, we're ready to, to come back against the Packers and here comes Aaron Rodgers with the pirouette to cook. Right. Just, you know, it's right there in your hand. I'm going to go back to the Thir- ice 13 and 13 and 3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lose to the Giants. Lose to the Giants. You know, these are kind of things that, you know, they just kind of stack up against you. And, yeah, this is one of them, classic. Because at first I couldn't see what happened. I couldn't see what happened. I'm like, dude, don't tell me you did another dumb move like that. You know, I, I just I just knew Dak just, just, just choked. I, I just knew he had a, a brain for it. Catch the ball. Just catch it. That's how, that's how great moments are made and lost. Right? Right, right there. You're going to catch it or not. You know, is this going to be the beginning of a 98-yard drive like we had against the Texans, or is it just going to be another flameout? Do you want to go dive right into that play right off the bat here? We can, yes. 
All right, what were you thinking at the outset of that play? It's third and three, roughly at midfield. And, they were at and, the 47. Whatever yard the line, they're, they're roughly middle of the field. All right, so it's third and three. So what what were you thinking? as, as uh, Pre-snap, what were you thinking? What were I you looking at? I was thinking that if I was going to be aggressive, uh, I would run the ball twice. I'd go for it on fourth down if I didn't make it. Like if I ran for two yards, mm-hmm. then I'd go for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they would make it, and everyone everyone would be all over Coach Spagnola yeah, this morning. Yeah, right. I would not have done but, that. I would, I would not <laughs> so have done you would have. No, no. But what what were you seeing? What were you? I, I at, probably would have played the safe, and and if we, well, if I would have gone for it. I would have passed on third down the way we did. Everything we that they called, I would have done that. I would not have gone for it on fourth down, only because you know they then you're ten yards away from exactly. the field. Goal. So as you as they about. lined up, were, were you paying close enough attention to figure out okay where are they going with the football as they lined up on that play? Well, they wanted to go to C.D. Lamb, right? Yes, okay. and he uh, was smothered. The rush okay. came from that side. You know what I was looking at? I was looking at where's thirty-seven. Where's 37 on the Jacksonville defense, and that's Trey Herndon because mm-hmm. they were eating his lunch yes. all day. It's yes. just like it's just like when Jacksonville had the ball, and they were saying, "Where's number one?" Exactly. Okay, let's throw it at number one. Yes. Okay. Um, and so I was looking. I was hoping that CD it, 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 he 37 was lined up in the slot. Okay. To the right, to the right, on the right side yeah. of the offense, mm-hmm. and I was hoping that CD was he he had CD, but he didn't. He had Noah Brown instead, and so then they run the shallow crossing route with Noah Brown, and so. But if you look at the replay, you're sitting. So why is Rayshon Jenkins, the safety, sitting there on the other side of the field, and there's nobody in his area? He's in his zone coverage underneath like that. He was in the perfect position to help 37 on the shallow cross coming we, across. We, we, we and did so, we get into a pattern. And we so, and yeah. so he was in the, in the perfect position to catch a tip pass and run it in for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Okay. They didn't draw it up that way. It just so happened that he was in that spot. But he was there to help on that shallow cross in some way, mm-hmm. right? Right, yes. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I got I know nothing. And I knew that it would that would be a great guy to attack is number thirty seven. Mm-hmm. So the Jacksonville's defensive coordinator, Mike Caldwell, has to be sitting there going, They're gonna go try to of go at thirty seven. That's right. <laughs> you know. And so and then he catches it. And, and it, it's smart to run. It's a safe play to right. run that little shallow cross mm-hmm. to pick up three yards. And it's three not yards. a bad pass because he threw it yeah, low. He threw, it, oh, that was a he threw a perfect, perfect pass. pass. It's, perfect it's pass. his interception, and he didn't know what well, he's yeah, doing. Yeah, it is his interception, but still, it was the perfect pass. It is what it is. But uh, but I think you do credit Jacksonville for having for being in position to make the play defensively, I too. That. I don't credit that. They that's just, like saying – No, no, the, the problem like – no, the, the fell into it. He fell into it. I and can't he, give him credit for falling into it. And he it. catches the ball six inches off the ground. Right. Which that now that I give him credit for. The, just a, a heads up alertness to watch the ball and the ability, the quickness to take it. Otherwise, it just fell into his lap. Mm-hmm. And what also got lost in the shovel, uh, 23. How do you say it? Oluakon. Oluakon. He blocked Dak in the back. Dak was the last one to be able to make the tackle. <laughs> right. And he blocked him right in the back into the sideline. What, oh, yard, no. what yard line was that on? 
That was right as he tried to trust that. Like 20 it, it yards? Was, he was the last one he was going to clear. So Dak was probably. 25, 20 was, yards? No, no, it was farther upfield. Was it further he, up? he threw the pass from the 47. It was a 52 oh, yard, yeah, 52 right. yard so, return. So it might have been 40 yard line. About yeah. the 40 yard line. Yeah. 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 They were roughly in field goal range. That should have been 15 but, yards. But 15 but yards had to push him back to their own 50. Yeah. I mean, 45. So there's a lot of. And that's when you lose games like this. When you lose games, yeah, we notice all these little things. And then everybody thinks. That uh, one instance would work; the game would work out just the way it did anyway. Like the the everybody was disputing the third down call uh, in third and ten in in regulation when Dak was trying again hit CD and he said they basically smothered him and his I guess his next option was to go deep to Noah Brown who kind of could have. Caught that ball. You got better track it better. He's still backing up. The ball's right there. Don't why are you backing up? You got to go up and get it. He's waiting for it here. It's almost like he caught it late. Right. You know. And the guy was kind of screwing around with him a little bit. But that's how you play ball. I'm, if I'm a DB, yeah, I'm going to screw around with you a little. No bit. No worse than that yeah. call in the end zone last night at the end, or no call, I should say. <laughs> I don't know how this goes now. I guess uh, a little like basketball. Yeah. You know, we don't call things at the end of the game. If that's the case, cool. I'm killing somebody. I'm, I'm taking a crowbar out there at the end of the game. <laughs> that's like, that, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of playing uh, at the park basketball when you're trying to play to 17 and they've yeah. got 16 and you just foul everybody. Yes, that's what, shot, that's what right? they're doing. That's right? how basketball became the way it is now in regards to the last seconds. But, again, that led to the second guess on why did they throw the ball there. They I got to second guess that, Spags. They shot or ran I it second and guess sucked that. their last time out. And that's out. what you do. But to that me, doesn't I thought mean that was they didn't have a timeout. The game would have played out the way it did. But it does mean that they would not have a timeout that would help them on that drive. But they ended up with an extra timeout because of the review on the catch that you guys didn't see on TV. But because I went back and looked at it on the big screen at the at at, at the stadium. They showed every look the guy had as an iPad. They didn't do that on television. Mm -hmm. And there was one look from behind where you could see between uh, the guy's legs. Oh, he dropped the that ball. The ball is laying on you the ground. You could see it from the side angle. Not, not this angle, but it was like from the side angle to where uh, either he had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> either he had the delivery or the ball came out. And even if they had ruled it a catch, the review stopped the clock. Mm -hmm. That catch was in the field of play and I know they say they run 10 or they started the clock right away, mm -hmm. right? Which Jacksonville didn't realize and it ran 10 seconds off before they snapped it. But think about what would have happened if that was a catch by time they get up, get back to the line of scrimmage place the ball, more time would have run off the clock. No, but well, we know how much time. It would have been more than 14 seconds because yes, that's what right? happened to the Cowboys against the Niners. Well, it depends it. on where he's running from, though. Right. Yeah. But we know it's at least 14 seconds play. because that's what it was against the Niners in the playoff you, game, right? The guy from the side would have came in, picked the ball up, right. and placed it. But still, they would, have, they would have had to either use their timeout there or they would have had to down the ball, Right. But having said all they would that, have clocked it. Yeah. Having said all that, you don't have to give up a 19-yard pass you on don't. the next play. You don't. 
right? Well, the next play was or, the no, play to the, the, to the tight end right. where he scrambled out of bounds, right. which they and then uh, the next one, yeah, which. And and I think they showed this on TV, right? Donovan Wilson blitzing. Yeah. And he's got his hands up in the air. And somehow the ball went, went right through him. How did that happen? Man. All he had to do was do this. If, if his release is not as quick as it was, then he would have touched it. Right. But that's a quick release by that young man. So all those little things end up adding up, and you get beat 40-34 in overtime. You get beat scoring 34 points. And that's my thing. We can talk all the crap we want about mistakes made here and there. I give you 34 points for this great defense that we have. That's all I can say. You got 34 points, man. You can't work with 34 points? I mean, come on. So this- two of the Cowboys' losses, they well, scored 34 and 31 against the Packers when they mm-hmm, got beaten overtime. Mm-hmm. Was that right? 31 against the Packers? 3128, is that the final? Or was it 28? I think it was 3128. Okay. Yeah, they didn't score 30. I was thinking of Vegas last Mm -hmm. year, 36-33. But, yeah, and on top of that, you ended up giving up 503 yards. 503. That's where you lost the game. You know, you can pick all these little spots there. You can pick them all you want. You're right. Golly. <laughs> to me, the most imp- – it's up once again, what we say, it's not about stats. It's not about numbers. Win. It's about moments. And to me, that moment of I just – I just – I don't want to – I can't <laughs> see passing the ball when you're letting the clock run out. You're wrong, you want to use the time. I cannot see us throwing the ball. When they lined up in the three wides or whatever they had, you just don't let that ball get in the air. If you do, you do some type of bootleg. If it's not there, then you slide down. It takes more time off the clock. I don't know about uh, more than a deep pass, but they weren't intending a deep pass. But you still take more time well, they off gotta, the clock. you got to make them use that timeout. Make them use it. you yeah. got to make them use it. I don't understand But the, in the we... situation, it's third and ten. It's not third and three. Thank you. And yeah. so, so what are the what are the odds of converting third and ten? That I mean, we, we, get, we rely on analytics so much. Well, what do the analytics say on converting Sometimes third it's just, and ten? It's just it's common not, sense. Mm-hmm, analytics, right. a lot is, is a lot of common sense. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't need numbers to tell me that. You know, I, that just was uh, – it went back to our pattern. And I was talking with my boy, uh, Nate from Frisco, and uh, we, we were talking about you've got to run the ball – as well as you began running the ball. Maybe you cannot go away from what got you where you are right now. Maybe he was playing scared to his defense. I believe that too. He wanted to end the game there. I believe there. that also. He was scared to give them well, the ball. I believe back. that also. And you know what else happened on that? Special teams weren't very good. Nope, they were not. They let that all. guy return the ball. What did he get to? The 30 yard line? Yep. 29. To your point. Here's and my... the kickoffs. Here's your, here's, here's, your, here's, here's your point. As we see that the game is getting closer and closer, we always make jokes about people's sphincter getting tighter. Tighter and tighter. <laughs> okay? That's real stuff. It's not, it's, that's real stuff. Okay? We, I've been there. I'm sure you guys have had moments to where you're like, I can't do anything right right now because I'm not, I, am, I am not showing poise. Good teams. The 90s. 
the 90s teams, I don't want to go back to, to my Giants days. The 90s Cowboys had poise. When things start to go wrong, there was going to be one or several players. They're going to lock that down. Okay, guys, our attitude right now, I'm going to show you, first of all, by my play, we're going to stop all of this. Everybody get on the same page. When you have a game like this, we all want to take our turn to see who can screw up the most. And that's what happens when you have no poise on this team. Someone's got to stop the leak. And then you had no one doing it at all. And to that point is when it gets you're up 27 to 10 with five minutes left in the third quarter, they score on a 59 yard pass to make it 27 17 with 357 left. You get the football back. And you return it only to the 15-yard line. You get sacked on the first play. It's second and 18 from your own seven-yard line. And then you throw an interception. No poise. No poise. That's coming from the quarterback all the way down. That's That's when the snowball gets rolling. You can't let that happen. You had to be in the stadium to understand it. Because when those people were asleep, Mm -hmm. and the Cowboys had a lot of fans It's a college environment, Spags. I knew this was going to happen. 27-17, and all of a sudden, everybody woke up, right? And then you end up getting the kickoff, uh, and all he gets is to the 15-16. They actually gave him the 16-yard line. 15 yards. He ran it back, 15, uh, and he got to the 16. I don't know if they they kicked short on purpose, and thought they couldn't cover it, but there was nowhere for Turpin to run. They the, the block the blockers were backing up. Yes, the wall was backing up into him. They weren't moving forward at all. It's like they were surprised that he actually brought it out. So once the that, game was backing up too. So once <laughs> so once that kickoff took they could place, feel it. Yeah, uh-huh. feel it. The, the that, walls were caving in here. <laughs> once that kickoff took place, and I'm thinking, okay, you got to calm these people down, and they tried to throw the ball, and he gets sacked for eight mm-hmm. yards. Mm-hmm. Right, and then they try to throw it again, and he's going to get sacked again, right? Mm-hmm. And he's getting tugged from behind when he throws it, and it goes mm-hmm. way up in the air. Mm-hmm. Interception, and I was sitting there going, "Well, of course, game on." Of course, they caught a break because there was a penalty that pushed him back to the thirty-nine right. yard line. But on the first play, still Agnew goes matter. for thirty yards down to <laughs> the nine-yard line. No poise. I'm still going. And no Kelvin poise. Joseph was still in the game, and it was a touchdown to Marvin Jones, and all of a sudden it's 27-24 no with a minute and 23 but, left. And then it's a three and out, and then Jacksonville scores again. Hey, so, and and <laughs> all of a sudden we got we all got stuff. Kelvin, Let's go. Kelvin Joseph is no longer in the game. Man. Giving up two he touchdowns. He did not come back in and at Sean all. Wright came in. They should have just taken his helmet because I did not see him touch the field again. They did, and I didn't realize it. So I, I got to – uh, oh, we got to go to break. I'll pull back. Oh, we got much more. Yeah, yeah, I'll pull back the curtain when we come back. <laughs> All right, we're pulling back the curtain when mixed shots continues in a moment. Oh, uh, we got much more. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh, 
Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back, back. To mix shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice. Not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. All right. Segment two of Mix Shots, <laughs> where Mickey pulls back the curtain. So... Uh, at 7.27 in the morning on Sunday, I get a phone call, and uh, the lady that uh, coordinates and produces the Compass radio broadcast, the national radio mm-hmm. deal that the, does the Cowboy Games, says uh, Danny White, who's the analyst for the broadcast, his flight got canceled in Dallas. Could you step in and be the analyst on the radio broadcast? Oh, wow. And I was like, well, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I did the broadcast. That's I didn't crazy, know that. Wow. Well, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have seen it right, or heard it. It's not broadcast it's in the Dallas in, in Fort Worth. Or... So what happens is— Wait, it's not broadcast anywhere? Well, anywhere <laughs> on the network. And so— um, not only it was just, they just playing. So yeah. not only did <laughs> his play flight got canceled, he got rescheduled and uh, he finally got there like early in the second quarter. But on that flight also that got canceled was Skip Pete, the Cowboys running backs coach. His mom passed away oh. last week yeah. and the funeral was Saturday. So he went back to California for the funeral, figured he could fly in game day, get to Jacksonville. He was on that flight, too, mm. so he got to the game late. So anyway, I was doing the broadcast. Did they let you stay on the broadcast when Danny got we there? We had a three-man booth. booth. Okay. I was all ready to hand my <laughs> headset to to the quarterback, right? And uh, uh, His Cowboys were playing much better when you were in the booth yes, by yourself. absolutely. <laughs> hey, Nathan Frisco says, yeah, you guys go into towns that don't have Cowboy. Oh, yeah, on radio. Right. Okay. Anyway, I, I got to I got to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I don't remember why I wanted to bring that up, but no, that's when you're cool. when you're doing oh, when, you're, the odds. when you're <laughs> you doing know? when you're doing the game like that on radio. See, usually I've got the game uh, on my on my laptop, and I can watch it off my home TV, right? And I can replay things 
But you can't do that when you're on the radio, right? right? And the screen we had was really hard to see. Um, see, that's why I have these notebooks. One of these days, I'm going to get a call on a Sunday morning. <laughs> One of and these days. Nance, Nance, Nance and Romo are going to be scheduled to do the Cowboy game, and Nance is going to have laryngitis, and I'm going to get a phone call. Well, That's what I'm going to be like, hey, dream. I know the guy. I suddenly, I suddenly spent like the morning. Like they would pick me. Like, ding, <laughs> ding, here I, comes Romo. I suddenly, no, my, my, it would be in some closet somewhere like <laughs> <laughs> I spent the morning then getting more prepared than just thinking I got it all in my head. Yeah, and as yeah. the game goes, I can look it up. Yeah. Because you're on radio, you can't look it up, right? You got to know it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Kevin, that does the the broadcast, he, he's Kevin Wright. He's really good. Excellent. Really good. You, you know, Kevin you Burkhart to. started and, uh, and doing that. And we saw him yeah. on the sideline when we were talking to him. Um, and but but that was where basically he got his start right. with doing NFL broadcast. Kevin does the Suns. He's the play-by-play play guy for the sun so that's why he had a game that night and he shows up at about two or three in the morning because of uh, his travel stuff wow but but he's really good he sees things i always think the play-by-play guy doesn't see everything right you got to concentrate on the ball of course and he, there were a couple instances he saw something that I was getting ready to say, and I had to go, you're right, Kevin, because <laughs> he saw the block or the missed block or the missed tackle. Mm-hmm. He, he's really good. And by the way, and, and Burkhart does a great job, too. And um, Greg Olson does a really good mm-hmm. job on Fox also. I like Greg. Yeah. I, I mean, like I was during, watching the game yesterday. I was going, I'm, in fact, I think I may have Kevin Burkhart's number somewhere. I was going to text him during the game and tell him what a good job I thought they were doing in particular. Mm-hmm. Olson. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Can All we right. listen to it somewhere? Is it archived somewhere? I don't know if they oh. can send me a He's copy of it. Yeah. He's hoping <laughs> no. He's hoping no. <laughs> That's why I said when the interception happened, I didn't want to go. Yeah, because oh. is there a – I want to hear your reaction. It yeah. wasn't. There was no reaction. I just left my mouth open like – because uh, you're trying. <laughs> hey, this this entire episode could be a rant. Because okay. you gotta you gotta uh-huh. let. I mean, come on. You gotta let the play by guy play guy. You know, play it out. out. I didn't yeah. want to be like Dale Hansen. Mm-hmm. Oh no, oh. Leon. <laughs> Leon. <laughs> that was fun stuff, though. Like, Noah <laughs> Brown. Oh, Noah Brown. <laughs> So anyway, go on. We got probably uh, much yeah, more. We do. Okay. Well, I know what. Yeah. I know what. So then last night, I must have spent hours trying to figure out why the Cowboys needed Washington to lose. I was trying to figure the same thing well, out. What difference was did it make whether I've the got, Giants or Washington? There's got to be something I've deep got, in the tiebreaker. I have because of the tie. I have a okay. Scott. Initially, Scott Golnick just texts me back when I text him, and he goes, oh, well, the uh, Washington can't get to 10 wins. And I was like, oh, yes, they can. Right. They went out. And, and so the tie in there kind of confused everything. That's right. Right. Well, if you guys can see, this is the explanation he got from the NFL guy that does this stuff. Because it was immediate. Like, when the game was over, I was on NFL Jesus, yeah. and I clicked the standings, and the X was already there, like, within a minute. Yeah. And I'm going, well, how did they figure that out? I understood why the Cowboys couldn't—the Cowboys would win a tiebreaker with Detroit, 
head to head. They could win it with Seattle because they uh, they would have uh, they already have clinched a better NFC record. But why did it matter that Washington must won, be a multiple lost? tie situation? That's what it ended up being. That if the Cowboys tied a game, yeah. and they ended up tying Washington, like both teams finished ten six and one. Then it threw it into a three-way tie with um, maybe the Giants. Uh, no, it, it, uh, Detroit came into that occasion. If, if Detroit they, also tied yes, again, yes, yes, <laughs> wow. that's what it came down to, and they figured that's it why out. they need it's computers tough. for this. If, stuff, if all man. three, if all three teams tied, then the Cowboys might be in trouble. So, <laughs> but because the Giants won, then. They would have a tiebreaker over. And, and if the situation was that the Giants, Lions, and Cowboys right. all tied at 10, 6, and 1, Cowboys had the tiebreaker in that situation right. because they would they beat the Giants twice and they, and they beat, beat the Lions, the so right. they had the tiebreaker. But we don't know. But that know. had to happen because right. the tie was a possibility. Right. And I never even considered that. I was just going crazy. Like, well, they went well, out. I'm glad to hear that explanation because I went on the air last night thinking, well, they're saying this is – they've clinched, but I have no idea how this they figure this you thing out. You ties has something to yeah. do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, of course, they know that all in advance, and so mm-hmm. that's why they put that check mark up immediately. But um, Pretty cool, though. I mean, yeah. so I, I don't understand. It's a terrible game, but – I mean, we're in the playoffs, guys. Congratulations. Well, here's the other thing about that is, I mean, what are the odds? The Eagle, I mean, the Eagles are going to lose a game. But right. here, okay. here was and this. the Eagles have Cowboys, Saints, Giants left, so they would have to lose all three of those games. Right. Of course, the Cowboys have Eagles, Titans, and Washington left. So here, here was his scenario: uh, if Dal- if Washington had won. Philly wins the East, Minnesota wins the North, San Francisco wins the West, any team wins the South. The Giants l- losses, loses to Washington last night, but wins the remaining games to finish 10-6-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dallas loses the remaining games to finish 10-7. and seven. Washington beats the Giants, loses or ties next two games to beat Dallas in the final game to finish 9-6-2. Detroit <laughs> wins remaining two. three games to finish <laughs> ten and seven. seven. Have you ever so, seen? <laughs> I know. You want tired head? <laughs> when, when Scott started reading me this, I said, We don't need to hear all that. Just <laughs> come down and join us, right? <laughs> but two. it comes down. Have, they, have we ever had a two? They had to figure. Has anyone two ties? Two ties. Oh, yeah. back in the day, I bet. Yeah. When, when they mean, didn't play modern, Yeah. the game just ended. Two ties in a season has never happened. I can't it was going to happen that if the referees happen, right. made a call last night. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. Because <laughs> that's what they were saying. If the referees had made a call in the last night in the Washington Giants game, they could have both tied within three weeks. I, I had such tired head. I was like, okay, Scott, I'm just going to take okay. your... But they had to figure ties in there, All not right, just so, wins and losses. So I under I, mathematically, the Cowboys are not locked in to the number five spot. But they are virtually locked in right. at number five in the playoffs right, right now, right. and that's what that's what was so uh, tragic about that loss yesterday. Yeah. Is now as a Cowboys fan, just the last three games of the season, it was going to be very intriguing 
when the Cowboys beat the Eagles on Christmas Eve, because the Eagles would only have to lose one more game either against New Orleans, which, by the way, is in the hunt for the AFC South, or the NFC South somehow, or the Giants. Um, and as far as the wild card, the Cowboys have such a lead on the everyone else in the wild card race to get that top uh, wild card seating right. at number right. five <clears throat> that, right. that it's virtually – I mean, you look at the last three games and they almost are preseason games to getting ready for the playoffs because mm-hmm. the Cowboys are virtually locked in at number five because other teams are going to lose – uh, games, so they would end up playing Tampa Bay, and so it looks like the Cow- or whoever, whoever, whoever wins, wins the, the NFC South, <laughs> well, yeah, right. yeah we'll let's not, which could be we'll any one anything. of four teams right God, now. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so hard, anyway, if anybody was was confused as I was last night, uh, that's what the difference was factoring in ties. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, when we come back here on Mix Shots, uh, we need the latest, if we have anything new, on Leighton Vander Esch and where mm-hmm. the Cowboys stand as far as injuries go, and we continue in a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboys Holiday Youth Camps, presented by Invisalign. Register for one-day football and dance academy camps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to the camp at AT AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. We're getting very close to that, aren't we? Limited spaces remain. Register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow and Wednesday, right? 
All right, uh, here is the uh, latest on Leighton Van Der Esch, and it's uh, been reported by most of the beat writers. I'll read from Todd Archer's Twitter. Per multiple sources, Leighton Van Der Esch's injury is unrelated to the neck issue that required surgery in 2019 and more to do with a pinched nerve in his trapezius in his shoulder. Timeline to return not clear at the moment. But good news in that it's not related to a disc. See, and the first thing when they announced that he was out, they said neck injury. That's and what so, they said. And yeah. So that's what so it, that's it, what it manifested as a right? neck. And, yeah. and but you got to know. That's why he did the it's MRI. It's related, though, right? But we talked about this, how, you know, you got your knee messed up. Uh, but then, you know, you also mess up your hamstring because, you know. But, you, but he's, he's recovered from the vertebrae fusion. Uh, well, yeah, I don't, I don't mean that. I, I just mean the muscles that are really oh, oh, connected oh. to that. Yeah, they are also affected when you have an injury. But that That's was all. a that was a disc problem. That wasn't anything muscular. So he must have hit it wrong. But that's, I mean, that's your leading tackler. But guess who ended up being the leading tackler in the game? Who? Damone Clark mm-hmm. had nine mm-hmm. tackles. He was all over the place. Yes, he had to be. Right? He had no choice. He was like, "Hey, guys." Somebody going to make a play here? The defensive line wasn't holding up. Yeah. Somebody going to make a play? Am I the only guy here? Because Luke Fortner. Who? Luke Fortner. Oh, my guy, the center for Jacksonville. (laughs) I love that guy. I got a man crush on him. I I had a man crush on him leading up to the draft. And he's out of Kentucky, and he has the – uh, a lot of Travis Frederick about him. It's, you know, he's one of those guys like 24 years old, coming out of college with it's two degrees, and man. you know, and yeah. so he can set all the protections and everything. But what sold me on him was watching him against Georgia and against that big Jordan Davis, uh, the monster nose tackle, and he would ho- hold his own and he could anchor and uh, and he's having a terrific rookie season for them. So if you look at the tackles, the top eight guys were all linebackers and, and DBs. DBs. Ninth tied ninth with Carlo Watkins with three tackles, and then Micah Parsons uh, had two tackles. He was next. Gallimore, two. Fowler, one. I thought your man Fowler was going to win the game because he was chasing down um, Lawrence on that third down play mm-hmm. from the backside. Right. So, Oh, the former Jaguar, he's going to strike. <laughs> and he didn't quite get there. He didn't get credited with a quarterback pressure, and he should have on that one play. I don't remember when it was in the game. He was actually, he actually almost got blocked into Lawrence making him uh, leave the pocket. Might have been on the touchdown pass. So here's uh, what's troubling. That's one sack in two games. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, they and, only and had, what about Dorrance Armstrong now? They only had four quarterback hits. Uh, it's it, – I think it's he had it. Well, he he met, and that's where I was going to go. And I'm sorry, I was going to talk injuries because they're starting to get diminishing. Returns. Yes, they are. No kidding. Uh, Armstrong was limited all last week with an ankle, uh, and, he and he went down hurt in this his game. knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. And again, I don't know if they showed it on TV, but when he was laying there, he he kept. You know how your your heels on the ground, and he kept trying to do like this yeah. with, with his knee. So uh, we'll see where that one is. But, again, he is your starting right defensive end. He played 14 snaps. 
Now, he was going to be limited because of the ankle, mm -hmm. but then he did that. So 14 snaps in the game. Van Der Esch had five. And then your backup left cornerback played 37 before they took him out. Uh, and Nashawn Wright ended up playing 19. And he's okay because he was rocked a little bit. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is, is he okay? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think we got an injury okay. report okay. on him. On, but, on who? He's a little dizzy. Nashawn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. your left corner out. Your, your, and Deron Bland played pretty well except, Damn I right. think, for one play. Yeah. Uh, Lew, Lewis is out. Hankins is out for the rest. Your backup at left corner didn't play very well. Vander Esch played five snaps. He's out. And then on offense, they actually pushed it out of necessity because they started Tyron Smith. We've gone, uh, what, for, almost 40 minutes, 35 minutes. Uh, he starts the game, but their idea was they were going to do a rotation with Peters uh, and maybe play him 30, 35 snaps. Well, Tyron Smith ended up playing 54 <laughs> snaps because Peters was struggling pass blocking over he there. He was. He was and, having problems. And they said, you know what, we've got to go with him. Because they had – I think Nate and Frisco forecasted Yes, that. he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> he was not and, uh, mixing words. And so – and a couple times when they went when they went three tight ends, they used Josh Ball as the third tight end, mm -hmm. by the way, uh, not Peters. And by the way, I think they missed um, Jake Ferguson in the yes. run game yesterday. Yes, because uh, there was a couple runs there. Oh, I wrote it down. Schultz just blew the block mm -hmm. on the outside. And that, oh, that, it was on that running play that they ended up losing uh, three yards, maybe. On the that was, was huge. That, it was, was yeah. That, the Zeke. Yeah, was the, that overtime? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was. That was in no. That no, was that at the was interregulation, the the which in which right. ended in the third and ten decision to throw yeah. it deep. Right, and uh, that's what that's what killed that possession right there. Yeah. Now you're facing second and thirteen. You give it to Pollard. He got the three back. Now you're facing third and ten. Right. He missed. He missed the block because they credit it to uh, the safety coming in. Probably was Jenkins. He did everything else. Never heard. He had of like the guy. eighteen tackles mm -hmm. in the game. Well, he had. 18 tackles. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, as soon as he had that pick, because they had just said on the broadcast that he had 18 tackles in the game, and then he had the pick six, and he also had the interception earlier in the game. I said, well, you can just award the NFC Defensive Player of the Week <laughs> right, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so, but the reason he made the tackle is they didn't block. Schultz missed his block, and so it kind of got everything. What position does he play? Uh, safety. So if that safety is making a bunch of tackles, he was on the line. That means of that, we're, that means we're getting up and down the field also. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. making him make all the tackles. But mm -hmm. he was that on means the line that we're of ball, scrimmage. That means on that, that, one. that means that we're on the other side of their line of scrimmage. Well, mm -hmm. they had almost 400 yards offense. 34 right? points, 34 man. points. I'm sorry, that it comes down to that. It comes down to that. There are going to be games where, yes, they're going to make plays. Damn it, these guys, they get they get paid also. Lawrence is pretty good. And what did I tell you last week? I he's know. a baller, and he's a winner. He is good. You just, you just know that of him, just like you, you fell in love with the center. Everyone knows about mm -hmm. Sunshine. Everyone knows that eventually he's going to be that guy. Demarcus and, Lawrence. And we can't let me. him come out of his bag on us. Demarcus Lawrence told me after the game, he said, They've got a really good quarterback that's going to be a really great quarterback. Damn right. Yeah, that's right. And, and you can was, just see he it. He was right. It's, and, and so, once again, poise. Yeah. 
DeMarcus Lawrence knows he's going to be great, but don't let him be great. See, and when you set the edge, you set the edge. And he he saved their offensive line. How many sacks they almost had, right? Or how many quarterbacks quarterback hits they almost had, and he escaped. I didn't realize he was that elusive. No, I knew that. But he got yeah. outside the pocket, and he was getting outside, not outside, outside, kind of in the middle. Yeah. Just, you know, they didn't keep him contained. Uh, and that helps your pa- – that's and why that, he's that's not nothing, getting sacked. That's nothing new, Spags. Right? This is how he plays. They they went at six games with giving up no sacks, and now it's back-to-back games with one sack. Parsons, the only one to get a sack against them in the last and two And this games. team is trending at the right time for them. Yes. Okay? And we could see it before our game, and that's why this game always you made me You think Tennessee's know. kind of squirming right now? Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Knowing they got to play them the last game. Yes. And if they see, lose one more. See, Jacksonville turns around. They are not going to beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville turns around this week. How about their schedule? This is this is this is what you would want as an NFL player. Okay, you played the Cowboys at home. Now you go play the Jets on Thursday, and so then they get Christmas weekend off, and they're on this roll right now. Mm. They're they're they've won four of their last six games. Yes. They beat the Jets to be five out of seven. Yes. Then they go Christmas for three days, then they don't come back next week, and they got two games to close out the season with a great chance to win their division, and and host one, a playoff. They game. have one of the one of the best uh, offensive minds in their their head coach as well. Good game planner. Yes, he is. Oh, and by the way, I did run into Dave Campo in the press yeah, box. Yeah, I bet he was, I was happy. I was sitting there. Where, I was sitting there. <laughs> I would have ignored him. Yeah. And it was before the game, and <laughs> I heard was he time, Dave. I, I heard the voice. I heard the voice, right? And I said, oh, Campo's here, right? Oh, and he was behind where the, the rows of press I would press not have talked were. to him. Yeah, I would have been busy. Got to give him a good good <laughs> hug. And then afterwards, I saw him when I was going down uh, on the elevator, and he said, see, I told you guys this team's just got something special <laughs> going. They do. And, and he's right. Yeah. They're just kind of making play- the moments, right? The moments, the moments. That's You can have all the yards, all that we can talk about, the moments. And he didn't have a Jaguars shirt on. Uh, okay. No. All right. It's uh, just – a former NFL head coach hanging out in a press box, whatever. It reminded yeah. me of this was 30 years ago. The Cowboys are playing uh, Tampa Bay. And remember Abe Gibron, who Abe Gibron yeah, was the yeah. Bears head coach, whatever. Well, apparently in his retirement, he used to hang out at the in the Tampa Bay press box. He, they would just have him a spot. I guess he lived in the Tampa area, whatever. So there was a on the seating chart. There was a <laughs> a seat for Abe Gibron there. Jerry Orr, the Channel 8 reporter. Jerry Orr. <laughs> he says, Abe Gibra, I thought he was dead. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Abe Gibra is right there. Said, nope, I'm alive. <laughs> oh, that was Jerry, just a random story. Jerry Orr, he was one of my favorites. I like Jerry Orr. One of, one of Campbell's <laughs> greatest moments, it, the Cowboys were at Minnesota. Uh, and Minnesota came back to send the game into overtime. So for some reason, wherever he was sitting, I think it was Minnesota, maybe it was something else, you could hear the coach's box through the ventilation duct right? <laughs> into the press box, right? And so they're going out for the snap, and Campo goes, oh, my aching da-da-da. <laughs> he goes, please win the toss. <laughs> <laughs> 
shit was so damn funny. It happened. Uh, it happened at the Giants too. In which the is the same line that he used on Hard Knocks, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what he used, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I think it was a Giants game. The same thing happened, and Norv Turner calling the plays, right? And Troy gets to the line of scrimmage. He gets the snap. He just takes one snap, and Turner starts screaming. Throw the effing ball. Throw it. Throw it. And Dak, I mean, Troy stopped back, gets his back foot, and throws it to the open guy. But Norv saw it immediately wow. at the snap, right? Yeah. And he's yelling at him to throw the ball. That's why Norv was Norv. Right? That's why they were good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he was the best. All right. And we close with this final word from Nate in Frisco. It's already been a better day today, wouldn't you say? No. Uh, we got good news not. on Leighton Vander Esch, right? Right. Okay. right? And okay. clinched the playoff spot. Uh, right. Yeah, that's but cool. Nate in yeah. Frisco closes with this. Just win. That's right. Okay? And that's all you got to do. Just win. Wow. The Eagles figured that out with their five-point blasting of the Bears, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> the Chiefs figured that out in overtime over the Texans. And... Uh, yeah, and the Colts figured it out the wrong way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think Jeff is going to be returning. Now. You know, you know. I think that was his last. Yeah, that was. Right. It was Black Saturday for <laughs> Jeff Saturday. We. I was watching. I was watching. That was a red Saturday, like uh-huh. red wedding. That was a red Saturday. Yeah. I was watching the game, and the plane was just took off, and I think it was. 33 nothing at that time. Or yeah. It might have been 33-7, right? And it was like, doggone it. And I couldn't get it. The, the uh, Wi-Fi in the plane, well, they gave us the wrong code. Uh, was it working? And Babe, Where were you on? Babe goes. Babe goes. Don't say it. Don't say it. Babe goes. <laughs> yeah. Babe goes. Oh, he goes. We're gonna miss the greatest comeback ever in the NFL. And I and said, Sure enough. Yeah. Sure. Right. And then. Sure enough, it it's, was. It's like the networks knew something because as soon as they fell behind to a certain point, they made a point to put it up. No team has ever come back from this deficit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. By one point, it was the Frank Wright comeback, the Bills against the Houston Oilers, which right. was 30 years ago, uh, the 30 year anniversary of that's coming up. But here. that was think, a playoff. But but the point is, it, regular season or playoffs. So that was a 32 point comeback. Right. It but was just think of the connection there. And yeah. Frank was, Wright used to coach for Yeah, but that's coach. right. But how about <laughs> the other connection with Matt Ryan? The comeback in the Super Bowl. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's the quarterback yeah, for this. Yeah, sorry, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Gert. That will forever be your legacy. All right, we got a lot to talk about, and we're moving quickly because it's a Saturday game, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Tomorrow's Wednesday. That's uh, yes. Okay. All right. So it's back to practice tomorrow, right? I bet he gives him a day off. Another day. Don't you think? It's open locker room at 11 tomorrow. So open locker room at 11 tomorrow. Well, so he's pushing hey, it off. Play like the rant music. They don't need any time. Uh, <laughs> that's right. They, that's right. They, they will have a walkthrough. We can talk about yeah. it tomorrow. tomorrow, though. All right. And we'll talk at you <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> here on Mix Shots. <laughs> yes, we Go will. Go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!